everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 560. We are at podcast that looks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Wild Spice. Holy shit, a wild, wild spice. Ari, quick, get the Pokeball. <laughs> uh, and uh, what is this image you have here? This is my VTuber avatar. Not Her name's Piri Piri. Not <laughs> you too. I've been hiding behind her more often, so. <laughs> I, I just have w w one question, though. Yes. Is she supposed to look like a gremlin? Yes, she is, because she's oh, a pixie demon. Oh, God. So she causes chaos like a gremlin, so... Something something tells me you've been playing a little bit too much Genshin Impact. No, I've been playing Honkai Impact, actually, so... <laughs> Combo Breaker! <laughs> and Mako-chan is out tonight. It seems that her cousin is in town, so they're off marathoning Criminal Minds. Sounds about right. Yeah, basically. So, outside of that, how is everybody doing tonight? Eh, pretty tired. Mm. Same. I, I think I'm kind of appreciative in a way, because this is like the first Tuesday since I put the air conditioner in the window that I have had not ran it during the show, and I'm not sweating my arse off. It's like, I'm getting a nice breeze here, I'm getting a nice breeze there. I, I think I'm good. Would you like our rain from here in Florida? Because it rains at least once a day. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep all that rain. Maybe it'll wash the red away. <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> okay. All right. And now the hard part is, more like the painful part, is getting the air conditioner out the window because there's still condensation in the air conditioner so I gotta lift it on a particular angle make sure all of it drains out before it gets pulled out just as long as you don't drop it on yourself you'll be fine oh I haven't yeah, please no injuries oh I haven't yet and what's interesting is like I said the, the guy that lives next door I guess sort of manages his house my house the house next to his and the house across the street and he asked me how things are going and I told him you know if they could fix my window. So here's the thing. My window has a pretty long windowsill. About. I'd say about eight inches. Which in some cases is good. You can, put, you can stack stuff there. The problem is. Because of how far the window. How long my windowsill is. I can't seal an air conditioner. I can put it in the window. But if I try to push it all the way to seal it in. There is like a security gate in front. Uh. So that that blocks it off. So I spoke to him. I'm like, maybe we could bring it in by a f at least by like four inches or something like that. Because to be perfectly honest, if we could bring it in enough, you know, those split air conditioners. Uh -huh. I'm talking about the ones where you put it in the window and you seal it up and 
you don't hear anything because because the, the entire motor's on the other side, and it, one of those. If I could put one of those in, I'd be quite happy. But you know, and let's see what's going on here. Kagomi fourteen eighty says she she has a master ball. Cinnabiri says I'm hoping to be done with work by the end of the episode. And also, it doesn't rain quite so much in Floridian Barrier Island I'm on, so... Wild Spice, I think you need to go hang out with one of the listeners of the show and ha- take pictures and have a good time. <laughs> then again, I might be heading down that way, so... If I can just secure a room, a crash race for Hall Matt, it is on like Donkey Kong. I wanted to go to Hall Map, but I'm shooting a cosplayer's wedding in Georgia that weekend. And I'm like, nah. Wow. Do wait, wait. Do I know this cosplayer or no? Um, you might. Okay. I'll Facebook you who it is. You might yeah. know who it is mm-hmm. just from online, but yeah. Because yeah. I, I have a friend in, in Georgia who's planning her wedding, and I'm just like, I don't recall her setting the date, so I, I I'm just I'm making sure so. And Sia DeBerry says, I'm also so far from everything. Oh, you should see where Mako-chan lives, okay? She's basically a half-hour drive from civilization. For her, that's a great thing. But but sometimes, it's like, you've done everything, you come in, and it's like, I forgot something, and you realize it's 30 minutes to civilization. It's a schlep to get out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And back home. Yeah. And Kagami Fortune Eight says, "Planning their vow renewals in 2025. How precious! I like that. Yeah, we want to do a vow renewal eventually. All right. So, will this be in cosplay or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just so you know, it, I could nerdy do... themes though. Say what? Nerdy themes though. Well, just so you know, your old man is an ordained minister." I gotcha. I can do it as Gardabelt, and by, and by request, I don't have to have the wig on. <laughs> but I will be using the voice. Of course you will. Good for nothing, groom. Good for nothing, bride. You're hitched. <laughs> Quickest ceremony ever. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. All right, e- enough about that. Let's get into tonight's uh, throwdown. Um, Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, yeah, I'm back from my uh, hiatus last week. And, uh, you know, not a whole lot was going on then either, so you didn't really miss much. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> what has been bothering me, though, is like earlier, like, what was it like? Late last week, I saw a charge on my on my bank my bank account that I didn't mm-hmm. recognize, and I right. ended up calling Wells Fargo about it, and they said, oh, "Okay, sure, we'll uh, t- we'll look into it and get it taken off for you." Mm-hmm. And they did, but they went and also canceled the debit card I was using. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't ask me if I I wanted that to happen. They didn't say it was policy. They didn't consult me about in any way i got to find out about it the hard way so yeah i I tried to get cash out of my bank you know wouldn't wouldn't you be Mm -hmm. wasn't even able to use the atms Mm -hmm. i 
I had to go in and talk to one of the bankers about it to find out what was wrong. And he said, yeah, they, they should not have done any of that. And so they, and he put in for a new card for me and put in a complaint on my behalf. You know, nothing will happen with the latter, but it was yeah, a nice gesture. That's because a lot of these customer service places are rerouted overseas. So, you know, they'll never get the complaint. And if they do get the complaint, all that's going to happen is just going to be replaced by somebody else that's going to make the same F up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got my new card today, and not only do I get to, get the joy of having to go update all of the payment information, mm-hmm. but they said, oh, yeah, we, sure, we can put your custom design back on your new card. It's not there. I mean, no. I'm, I'm not surprised because it sounded like they were just trying to rush you off. Because sometimes a lot of these customer service places, when you call them up, they, they have to get the calls done within a certain amount of time, and, th- and then they just automatically go through the system or whatever. So it's ridiculous. But, <laughs> hey, I did have Cube out of C to look forward to this weekend. Uh... Yeah, it was kind of a bust. Yeah. I mean, sure, I was hanging out with you guys and all. Fun hanging out with you guys yeah, and all. Yeah, that's, but... that's always a good thing, but still, it's like. The barbecue was meh for the one place out of the three that we had. Mm-hmm. And even with my bad foot, I'm still too uh, out of shape to really keep pace with you guys. And that just made me feel even worse. Nah, don't worry about it. It ain't, it ain't like we were like hitting up all the booths and shit at a convention. Shit. Yeah. And it was still nice hanging out with you, and uh, I was thinking, like, hey, you know, if this place, it, if it, if it, if it keeps trending downward like it has been, maybe we should try somewhere else on the shore. Well, there really is nothing else. <clears throat> well, there's nothing else really on the shore, but it'll just do what we did a few years back. We just day trip it. Mm-hmm. Road trip. <laughs> no, it, hey, yeah. And for those of you who are wondering, I'll explain when we get to my weekend day. But before that, we have to get to Wild Spice's week, day, month, year, <laughs> or maybe your year. <laughs> decade, score, oh gosh. century. Yes, century. Millennia. Century is appropriate. <laughs> millennia. Okay, well, millennia is a little bad. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> living in Florida, doing that. Um I I went to Colossal Con East for the first time. I am so sorry. That... No, I actually had fun. I liked it. It was good. Um I was um filling in on the cosplay staff. Um mm-hmm. I was one of the people that was recruited to help uh, cover for the weekend, so so we had a good time. So you were voluntold. No, not voluntold. Was asked if you know was someone considered, and was like, "Hey, you want to do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So you got press ganged into it. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. Um, I I judged the in character cosplay contest. That was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Um, I stage managed the masquerade. That was very stressful, but it went okay. And yeah, it was a fun time. I hopefully will go back next year. Um, I was very scared at like the amount of clothes people weren't wearing 
That was one thing I was a little bit caught off guard with. And I did not get to go in the water park because I have a tattoo on my thigh that's still healing. So I Mm. can't submerge it in water. So I didn't get to go in the water park. I don't know. It does sound kind of fun. And I did a, I did 11 photo shoots over the weekend when I was there. I am not, I can't do that many. Again. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I remember, you know, I've known cosplayers who will go to conventions and I'd ask them how the con was and they could not tell me because they had so many shoots that weekend. They didn't have time to enjoy themselves. So I guess the same could be said about you. Yeah, I mean, no, I still got to, I still got to, like, hang out and do some stuff. Like, yeah. um, the, uh, what was it? Oh, the, um, on Saturday night, um, we were going back to our room after getting a drink refill because, you know, the infamous refill your alcoholic beverages. Um, mm. but we were going back and the, the one restaurant was themed to Avatar. So they, like, themed all the sections of the restaurant based on the nations and avatars. So the section where... Oh, the was... okay, the good Avatar. Alright. Yeah, the good... A- Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we have to leave with that. The good <laughs> Avatar. Yes, the one we like. Um, so where the bar was was themed to Water Nation. So, um, they had a little beer pong thing, but it was water and it was called Koi Pong. Koi Pond instead of beer pong <laughs> and all the staff for the restaurant were cosplaying from avatar it was really mm. it was fun i loved it i loved how into it the staff at the kalahari was i thought that was really cool what a tribe yeah what a tribe <laughs> <laughs> see now I- i'll say this my main issue with colossal con was the fact that i was always told there was always great stuff happening and then I would see people posting from it. All I saw was titties and ass and school and bikinis running around. I'm just like, there has got to be more than this coming from somebody who's doing press. And I will say, one of my friends, Omari, shout out to him, who went to CCE. I was able to see more than just than people just playing in the goddamn pool, you know. I could do for a nice chip dip in the pool right about now mm, maybe i'll go next year we'll see i already booked my room for oticon maybe i'll just find out who's going to cce and just crash a spot with them so so well so i say you done or you got some more for us just not just make um <laughs> No, I'm good. Okay. All right, I'm just um, yeah. making Other sure. than that, just yeah. been traveling back and forth because I've been shooting weddings. So, like, I have commitments still up northeast. So, about once a month, I've had to go back up northeast to shoot a wedding. And, yeah, that's how that's been going. Um, which is good. I mean, yay, weddings. But think so, about, the, think about all the mileage points you're earning, though. Yes. That is, yeah, that is true. Oh, and then next week we have our um, company work retreat. So I, have to, I just came back from home. I have to Ugh. go back up next week. <laughs> I'm literally back and forth all the time. <laughs> By next week, are you talking about this weekend or next weekend? Um, Next week is the retreat. Okay, got you. Got you. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Knock on wood. I'm excited. Um, we haven't the comp- we haven't all seen each other in like over two years because since pandemic we mm-hmm. went remote. So it'll be cool to see people. <laughs> oh, for, for the record, 
I do not follow what Biden said that the pandemic is over, whatever. Well, maybe on how, whatever. Some countries are calling it an, en- an endemic. Now, I'm not calling it a pandemic. I'm calling it the pandemic, because that's exactly what it is. The pandemonium. No, the, no, the pandemic. <laughs> that's what it is. The, pa- the pandemic. The pandemic and damn it. Yep, the pandemic. I like to give props to Patty and Steph for coining that phrase, the pandemic. <laughs> Typical coin to your seamstress. So, my weekend day has been the same as everybody else's, you know. Uh, like I said, my job's been going well. I can't complain. Um, I'm, I, I'm looking towards going into a different role, similar to where I am now, but I guess less phone call taking to more actual work, which I am also all about. I'm cool with that. So, anywho, turn back on you. There we go. Thank you. So, we go to Cuba to see. <clears throat> Long-time listeners of the show know that Cuba to see is Anime Jam Sessions yearly retreat, where we get a room in Seaside Heights, and we spend a weekend hanging out, gaming, eating barbecue, having a good time. Over the years, we have spent the full weekends, sometimes we spent one day, based on the number of people that are going and the number of vendors. And we went last year. And we had a great time. So we figured, why not? Well, we couldn't get the same hotel room because I booked a little bit too late, but that happens. But when we got there, there were only three vendors, and the main vendors weren't even there. It was just extremely lackluster. So we ate, we walked around. Now, one of the vendors actually has a restaurant there in Seaside Heights. So we went there. Come to find out, they were out of ribs. Yeah, you were really jonesing for ribs this weekend. Well, that's okay. I'm going to RetroCons, and I'm going with one of my, with one of my partners. And here we go. About two, three blocks from the hotel is a barbecue joint. So Friday, I'm going to go get ribs for lunch and come back to my, come back to my room and just relax. That, that's all That's all that matters to me. Overall, the retreat was fun. It was great. The food, eh. But I did pick up some, some chocolate. We did go to the candy shop. I do have homemade peanut butter cups and I think peanut butter dipped candies or something like that. I haven't even touched them yet. I'm probably taking them with me um, when I go to RetroCons. So. <laughs> Jesus, Bacon dude. flavored caramel corn. Jesus, dude. I've been, like, idly snacking on a wall on a computer. I mean, I, I get that feeling. It's like, like, like I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this, but a few weeks ago, I bought, like, a big box of her snacks, about 40 bags of chips, which mm-hmm. I think I hit the halfway point. Or the one-third point, I don't remember. And I just, until I find myself doing that when I'm bored, I'm just eating a bag of chips, and I'm just like, wait. How many bags of chips did I eat? You know, <laughs> I, tr- I hate that feeling. I try not to because I have all these, fr- I have all this fruit in my fridge, and I went out and got frozen ice fruit pops. And one of them I got is this, are these mango ice pops that are dipped in like some type of spicy tangent seasoning or something like that. 
which is pretty good. I'm just glad the way they're sprinkled on there, it ain't so it ain't so bad. So, you know. Enough about that. Our week's day was pretty good for the most part. So we're gonna get into some housekeeping here. Hold on. Housekeeping. Miho, housekeeping. Alright, that was terrible. Please stand by. <laughs> Let, let, let's not. Let's not. You, you you know how cancel culture is around here, so. It's a Family Guy reference. I, I know yeah, it's I know. a Family Guy it. reference. And now it's time for some housekeeping. Yeah, and a friend of mine just messaged me, did I get put in Facebook jail again? I'm just like, no. No. Why? I'm like, are we getting to the point where people around me know I'm doing 30 days before I get the official notification? I'm just like, what in the fresh farm fuck? <laughs> God damn it, Facebook. I see you. Yeah. I yeah, you're not Facebook jail. I don't know why someone's asking <laughs> Facebook jail. I, 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 I don't know. I'm waiting for Liam's response about that. You blinked. Up, oh, you're in Facebook jail. God. <laughs> you know I, I I need to do, I need to co I need to put together a military uniform and stand there and salute while somebody else in a military uniform puts like the Facebook prison you know the Facebook jail badge on me you know for time served or something like that. It's like times in Facebook jail. Oh, <laughs> and it just says and it, it just says positive infinity. Okay, yeah, I said, like have a count for it. <laughs> You've broken the game. <laughs> okay, I know why. All right, I, I will get into I will get into this section uh, briefly. No, no, it's uh, let me let let me let me link let me link him to this, let, and I will get into this in just a bit as to what what this private conversation is all about. So, bro, no, 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 no. All right, take it back. <laughs> no, 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 it's good, but you know. Okay. So well, that's good. Yeah. So here, here's so so just so you know, that episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/AnimeJamSession. Click on playlists, click on podcast vods, and we're there. I might be putting up a section called episode highlights, which I may be putting on YouTube and Facebook, like some of the funnier shit that goes on in this show. So I think there's like three episodes I, I think off the top of my head where I need to do that with, but. We will see. That probably won't happen until next week when I'm actually home. Now, we also have our list of upcoming conventions. These are shows that we are going to. I cannot guarantee if the entire staff at Anime Jam Session will be attending. But that's all based on whatever. Retro Cons. Uh, this weekend, September 24th and 25th at Oaks, Pennsylvania. Another anime convention, October 6th to 18th, Westford, Massachusetts. DerpyCon, October 20th to the 30th, East Brunswick, New Jersey. And Anime NYC, November 18th to the 20th, Jacobs K. Javits Center, New York City. And now we're going to get into the part of the show that y'all like to stick around for is Geek Roundtable. This is where we talk about more of our geekier aspects of what we've been up to last week and show off some cool stuff. So what you got this week, Ari? Uh, well, since we are talking about going to sure um i have these things which i didn't get a, a, as much uh, mileage out of as i wanted not only that but uh i've had these uh you know 
the points cards from a uh, from a uh, Q's past. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, you know they still do tickets and whatnot, but you turn them in and they just give you out little uh, little cards like this. You know, everything is still like you know super expensive as fuck all in terms of co- in terms of how many points slash tickets you need. But you know that's how they get you. And where is where is it? Now, uh, you notice how it says rechargeable on this one? Mm-hmm. You turn it around on the back, and you look at the bottom, and it says, this is not a rechargeable card. Yeah, because... No, it's because of the way they're designed. If it had the strip, those are rechargeable. Those are meant to be disposable. Yeah, these both say that they're rechargeable on the front. So, it's you know, so great. False advertising. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's a screw up in the printing. Who knows? It could be anything at this point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Wild Spice. How's your geek roundtable? What new animes have you been working watching? How is your Twitch stream going? What's up? I haven't streamed in a while, actually. Like I've been off and on streaming, um, just because like. Life. life stuff and just like i said me being back and forth um i do want to get back to regularly streaming like for october my birthday's at the end of october so i'll be doing an all month long subathon thing but mm. i actually did have something to show if you go to my tweet there that's my tattoo i was talking about that is healing on my leg <laughs> all right t- well- Tell you what, uh, link it to me to uh, on on Facebook on Messenger, and I will post a, and I will post a picture of it. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Actually, no, cool, wait, no, wait, really wait, 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 no need, no need, no need. Uh, you just posted it in the chat here, so I can steal it from here. Perfect. Yeah, I uh, I didn't know best way to show that, but I'm like, here, it, 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 I actually it, have it, something. It, it's on okay. My body. And I'm looking at him like, Stitch. It's Stitch dressed as Kiro from Cardcaptor Sakura. I did not know Stitch was your favorite character. Stitch is my favorite Disney character. Ah. And I love Kiro. I love Cardcaptor Sakura. That was one of my first animes. Well, Sailor Moon was, but Cardcaptor Sakura also just holds a special place in my heart. Thank you, Seattle Beery. Yeah, that's an incredible tat. It took five hours. Wow. <laughs> Have you seen Mako-chan's um, Carousel of Eevees? Yes. We're all wearing hoodies. <laughs> yeah. I got to see it for the first time this weekend. Yeah. This was my uh this is my second tattoo, so my other tattoo is I have a Snorlax on my ankle in memory of my dad. So <laughs> Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Alright, so <laughs> I, I think... saw that saw earlier what? the tweet. <laughs> What 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 the tweet? The one Ari... that Ari just posted in chat. I saw that earlier, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That I was trying to share that to a friend, but it wouldn't let me do it. So now that it's on, um, now it's on Twitter. I can share that with her now, real quick, and see because <laughs> she this child reminds me so much of Anya. So <laughs> especially the gremlin face. So you know, thank you. All right, so I've been watching anime, and I just finished Verme in Gold, and I hope there's a second season to that. Like, Chorus Recoil was so good. Again, I am hoping for a season two of that, and the best way I can describe that anime is John Wick meets Debs. 
I I know another uh, content creator. I think Giga described it along the lines of of John Wick. But as you watch the show, it's it's basically John Wick meets Debs. That's basically what it is. But right here in this box is another package from Otaku Mode. Evidently, the back order of delays are finally catching up. And this was on my porch when I got in. Which is kind of interesting. I guess because it's a regular brown box, no one decided to, to steal it off my porch. And with the sheer number of Amazon boxes I get, nobody wanted to steal that. But God forbid something from Old Navy shows up and it gets stolen. Ah. And what we see here in this box is a figurine of one of my favorite characters from Love Live Superstar, Sumire Hiana. Let me pull this out of the box. Wow. They, they definitely put a lot of um, bubble, t bubble wrap on it. I guess they really wanted to protect it? Yes. You know what? Must protect. No, I'm just telling you. When you buy figurines, like off from like Otaku Mode or J List or Amiyami, those people they will wrap it in bubble wrap at least once or twice. Then it gets wrapped in in brown and regular brown wrapping paper, then put in the box and then it ships. Because you have people, not necessarily like myself, who will buy these just for the sake of collection, collecting, and sometimes. Depending on what you're buying, if the box is slightly dent, the value of what's inside could go down by 50%. Oof. Yeah. But for me, I just like to make sure that the box is pristine as possible. Unfortunately, the box here is a little dented here, but it's quite all right. So, and this is the figure. Uh, this is Sumire in, in their uniform, in their normal school uniforms. But I will say this, she could probably rival Mari for best thighs, so. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a <clears throat> for a pre-order to come uh, from Tokyo Otaku Mode myself. Just keep checking the emails. But I will say this, best way to describe Sumeri Hiana is think of PGSM Minako. But but a little bit more extra. That's the best way I could describe her. So, enough about that. We're going to get into tonight's show because um, Wild Spice does have to leave soon, so we'll try to get in as much news as we possibly can. So bedtime. <laughs> yeah, this going to bed early, going to bed early. Shit, you didn't get from me. So, so what's interesting is we're going to talk about Chainsaw Man. This anime is having 12 ending songs. And it's kind of surprising. It's not often an anime has that many ending sequences for a short series. Sometimes it's generally two, maybe three. Um, there was an anime that I just recently watched a few weeks back. Some people call it the Flying Panties anime. Because if you watch it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. The what? Yeah, it's called the Flying Panties anime. Or flying panty show. The flying panty show. Yep. Oh boy. 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to see if I can, I can f look it up real quick because it's on my anime list here. But but this anime also has like 12 and different tracks for, you know, each episode has its own ending, which is kind of interesting. But with Chainsaw Man, um, I'm not going to really read off the, the the titles of the songs, but the, but I'll let you know who the artists are. You're going to have artists such as Ano, Eve, Aimer, Canaria, Siudu, Queen Bee, Zuto Mayo, TK from Ling Tosai Sigir, Tu Boe, Foundy, People One, and Maximum the Hormone. They'll all be doing a different end theme for each episode, so... This is the kind of thing you would probably see in a conceptual anime or a series like that, you know what I mean? Probably so. Oh, like, I would expect Fooly Cooly to pull a th like to do a stunt like this. Given, I mean, given how they gra they added two additional spin two more additional seasons of Fooly Cooly that didn't go over too well, that show that they need as much help as they can get. Because mm. now I'm, th I'm picturing, because after her singing, you know, right on shooting star like that, I'm, I'm picturing other other performers you know performing it in different you know musical styles mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i got an image in my head of a ska version of this done by the guy who runs ska Toon network wouldn't i be surprising if there is a ska cover out there just saying it would not be honestly are you serious i can't find i can't find this series in here i was just <laughs> The funny thing is, I, I saw a screen, like a little anime clip off a of J-list, and they mentioned it, and I went looking for it. I'm like, oh, it's on Crunchyroll. And I watched it, and I'm just like, I couldn't find that scene. Oh, there are two movies to it. So I'm like, where is it? Still on Funimation. You bastards. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's not it. Um, is not... Is this it? Nope, that's not it. Just give me one second here. I'm 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 trying to find this because I, I want I want to tell y'all the the name of this. So, uh, is this it? Because priorities. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So you know what? While I look Good for it, what I tell you. While I look for the title, let's get into our next top next up uh, uh, next uh, topic. Ari, tell them about Spy Family. Uh, yes, Spy Family released the main trailer for the anime's upcoming second course. I guess that's what I was trying to say. It's C O U R. Yeah, core. Yeah. On yeah. September fifteenth, and the video managed two million views, and that's in that same day. The second core is scheduled to begin on October first. With the video, the anime. Re revealed not only Bond Forger's mission to prevent a terrorist attack, but also the theme song performer Bump of Chicken. Oh, they're a good along band. With the along, with the theme along with the theme song titled Souvenir. The white canine and newest addition to the Forger family who won over the hearts of the anime, of anime fans all over the world. The video hit 1 million view milestones in a half day, leading to the official Twitter account of Spy Family, posting a tweet celebrating the achievement. Uh, the Wit Studio and Cloverworks collaborative anime based on Tatsuya Ando's Shonen Jump Plus manga of the same name began in April and ended its first core on June 25th in Japan with the 12th episode. 
the not one to depend on the Viz Media runs a licensing for it and describes a plot as this. Not one to depend on others. Twilight has his work cut out for him producing procuring both a wife and a child for his mission to infiltrate an elite private school. What he doesn't know is that his wife he chosen is an assassin and the child he's adopted is a telepath. And either a gremlin or a sweet, precocious little cinnamon bun. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Basically, if Chibiusa was, had telepathic powers and was a lazy sack of shit. I thought she, she was a lazy sack of shit. No. No. She's not. Oh, and the name of that anime I was trying to remember is called Heaven's Lost Property. Okay. Also known as Sora no Otoshimono. It's actually pretty good. And Wild Spice, who are you telling not to watch this anime? Oh, Draconis is my nephew. <laughs> I for a second there, I was halfway expecting you to say Draconis is your is your son, and I was gonna start going. No, you gonna oh, tell me? No. I, I have a grand nephew. I was gonna, you Draconis is um Draconis is an adult, so. No, I was going to say, like you the, I just like to mess with him, so I was telling him that. All right. Just Be- being, you know, the ant. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to give you so much shit for, like, you mean tell me I have a grandson, and I'm just finding this out <laughs> while, te- while talking about, pr- about, hen- about anime? Blah, blah. You're so crazy. We're going to see your brain explode all over the feed. No. <laughs> Even if that happened, I'd scoop myself together and go, Wild Spice... You're grounded. <laughs> and then she would go, I don't live at home anymore. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, sorry. Force of habit. Still grounded, though. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. Um, well, so tell us about the Genshin Impact anime project. Okay. I can. Let's take a look. At the anime, I'm super excited they're making an anime because I haven't been playing the games. So cool. (laughs) I haven't been seeing a lot of... I I only know like one or two people that are still playing it, you know. I'm playing its predecessor, Honkai Impact, because Mm. people forget those two are related. (laughs) Okay, so um, Hoyoverse and Studio UFO Table are collaborating on a long-term Genshin Impact animation project, as announced earlier during the version 3.1 live stream. A concept trailer by UFO Table was revealed, and it features the world of Teviat, Paimon, and the twins Aether and Lumine. Yu Peng Chen's music can be heard in the trailer, but in UFO Table's arrangement. There is still no information regarding the project's format, but the studio is known for collaborating with games such as Tales of Arise. Um, during the live stream on Twitch, the CEO of Hoy- Hoyoverse, um, Liu A, expressed his excitement about the upcoming collaboration. Wow, we've been waiting for so long for Genshin Impact to finally get its own animation series. And I just realized the one place in Genshin is called Liyue, and I see where it comes from now. <laughs> Sorry, random epiphany. It's all good. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, UFO Table is a Japanese animation studio founded in by Hikaru Kondo in 2000. Um, they're popular for animating Fate series, Demon Slayer, Kara no Kyokai, Tales of Zest. Theory of the Cross, Katsugeki Token Rock, Gyo, Tales of Symphonia, the animation, 
Fitsukoi Alternative, Coyote Ragtime Show, mm-hmm. and more iconic anime titles. Well, um, that's yeah. a name I haven't heard in a long time. Coyote Ragtime Show. Yeah, I was going to say, that uh, sounds familiar. I've heard that name before. I know. <laughs> I, I, think, yeah, I um, think that was on my list of animes I planned on watching, but I never got around to it. So I should fix that. Yeah, so the game will be... Um, it's going to be the, the game turns two years old on September 28th. Um, it's on its 17th version. <laughs> and um, also when they did the trailer for the anime, they did the trailer for the latest version of um, Genshin Impact because Genshin Impact got updates. Mm. See, a game like that, I understand you got to do a lot of stuff to keep people interested, but logging in every day, that's way too much for me. Maybe logging in... Even if you only play it for, like, two or three minutes when you got downtime? Yeah, but, no, but here's... Well, if you're playing on mobile, yeah. But I'm one of those... I'm not playing a game like that on mobile. I'm playing it either on my console or my PC. Either or, it's going to take some time for it to boot up. I'm just saying, have, like, weekly day, weeklies and a monthly like that, you know? Uh-huh. That's... yeah. Um, I'm actually finding I'm enjoying Honkai Impact more than Genshin Impact. Um, the other thing, like, with Genshin is I feel like for, you know, to do, like, any gacha pulls or anything Mm -hmm. like that, you have to, like, it takes forever to build up stuff to do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and uh, I know, yeah, yeah. I may look into that because me and Kuro Hikari-chan, we've been playing Borderlands. We've gone through all of the games. We're... We finished up Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and we're almost done with the DLC. So, um, or I guess we're looking for another game to play on Monday nights. So that could be it. Yeah, and Honkai Impact's another one that's cross-platform. But like, no, that's I've what been I meant. Playing Hon- it on my iPad, actually. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I actually met Honkai Impact, but also, um, I know uh, Nino Kuni has a game that. Barry, she's been playing, but my issue with that is it's tied with it's tied up in the NFTs. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a little. Eh. But um, let's talk about something that's a little bit more serious. Uh oh! <laughs> it seems that manga artists and VTubers are fearing Japan's new invoicing system that could invite loss of privacy. Yep. So, oh boy. So people who use, <laughs> people who use pen names will have to reveal their real names of public databases in order to file verified invoices. Yeah. Oh fuck uh, off. Wait. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's like, all right, but wait, there's more. Because yeah. <laughs> Japan will implement a new system for filing invoices of, in October of next year, but it's unpopular among members of the creative industries who use pseudonyms. Under the new proposed system, invoices can be considered verified if individuals file them using their real names and it is accessible to the public via a national database. This poses a problem to workers who wish to keep their real names private, such as manga artists and virtual YouTubers. So far, Japan's Ministry of Finance has provided scant details regarding on how the system will work for pseudonym-heavy occupations. On October 8th, the Citizens Liaison for Group for tax justice, headed by lawyer Kenji Utsunomiya, submitted questions for the Ministry of Finance. The answers are reported by Shuisha Online on Saturday were not promising. 
The Ministry of Finance is reportedly not considering countermeasures for privacy-related issues, responding that it did not believe that the listing a person's real name is highly risky personal information. According to a representative, the individual's real name was chosen over addresses or telephone numbers as a point to identify verification for this reason. The database will be open to commercial uses. The MIF clarified that its purpose is to allow companies that, that deal with large number of clients to verify invoices and batches instead of identifying individuals one by one. The ministry con currently has no plans to review or change the identification system and is proceeding with the system according to the law. Critics of the reform argue that the system prioritizes convenience for large corporations over individual privacy. Although it is voluntary to file verified invoices, freelancers are strongly incentivized to participate in the system in order to retain work. The system will also subject invoices to consumption tax, which puts a heavier burden on freelancers and sole proprietors who previously operate under a tax-exempt status. The voice actor advocacy group, Volchion, opposes this invoice system. A change.org petition has over 80,000 signatures as of press time. Now, if I go and click on the link now, as of this episode of Anime Jam Session, it is, oh, it is at 86,213. Now, here's my thing. When it comes to dealing with the government, you've got to have proper names and addresses and so forth. I fully support this up until it says it's a public database. Yeah, that, that that's I kind of have a problem with. Now, yeah. for those of you who don't know, and the U.S. government, the government does not give a flying fuck what your name is. Just don't mess up your social security number. Because that's how they find you. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. they were to switch it to, to the Japan National ID number system, that would give people a lot more privacy. That, that's it. Switch it to that, and I think that would be a lot better than looking by name. I do understand looking by name is easier, but but if you look up somebody's name for these invoices and you realize, oh, they're doing this, or maybe what they're doing could jeopardize their real job or something like, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, ha I, that is what I actually have a problem with, so. Not to mention it could pave the way for freaks and whatnot to, uh, you know, find out what the, what their artist suit, what their real name is, mm -hmm. and then by extension, where they live and whatnot, and mm -hmm. you know just. But here's the I don't think pop it would... up on their store on their uh, doorstep. Here's my thing, I don't think it'll be a pure public database. It's more like those who have like the proper access can get in their type. You know, that's what I think it's more along the lines of. But we'll see. Hopefully, they'll make some um, proper changes to this law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I think this is Wild Spice's last story before she has to transform and roll out. And we're talking about Minky Momo. <laughs> I like that transition. That was lovely. Well, I try. Your old man tries. We're talking about Minky Momo? Yep, Minky Momo. All right, Minky Momo is celebrating its 40th anniversary with a complete Blu-ray box. Ooh, mm -hmm. ah. 
I need Uzanaz in chat. All right, so in commemoration <laughs> 40th anniversary, <laughs> the complete Blu-ray box of the Magical Princess Minky Momo anime franchise is set to be released from Frontier Works in Japan on December 21st, 2022. The price of the Fortis set is 49,500 yen, including tax about $346. The set comes with a special booklet and newly drawn outer case and inner jacket by Hiroshi Watanabe. Um, the animation director and second season's character designer. As the first of the modern Japanese magical girl anime, its first TV series was aired for 63 episodes from March 1982 to May 1983. Then its second series featuring a different protagonist with the same name, Minky Momo, was aired for 62 episodes from October 91 to December 92. After those broadcasts in Japan, many OVAs were produced. So, um... Digitally remastered from the original masters, the content on all four discs are the Magical Princess Minky Momo um, TV anime first season, Magical Princess Minky Momo La Ronde in My Dream OVA, Minky Momo Song Special Constellation of the Eye OVA, Magical Princess Minky Momo Hold On to Your Dreams uh, anime second season, Minky Momo in the Bridge Over Dreams OVA, and Minky Momo in the Station of Your Memories OVA. And then there's very pretty artwork with it. So, yeah. And, and now that we're talking about magical girls, let me let, let, let me let me let me tell you a little, a little something that happened on the worldwide social media known as the Book of Face. Oh boy. I was going Here to, we go. I was going to mention yep. this earlier, but I and forgot. There so, it is. <laughs> so, there is this child. I think they're they are an adult, but I'm calling them a child because that's the mentality that they have runs a Facebook page called moonsisters.org. And from my understanding, the webs, the website itself is stuck in the year of 1997. You know, when GeoCities was a thing. Oh God. Basically has proof that Madoka ripped off Chibiusa because of a paper doll cutout. Of a, of a of an outfit that looks similar to her normal magical girl outfit, she basically says the team from Madoka basically stole it from Sailor Moon. You're still with me here? Yeah, we haven't. Uh... So I it's actually just like crickets. <laughs> no, I don't expect crickets. It's more like shock, quiet shock and awe and jaw dropping. So, I actually asked her about this. I just wanted some more information. I didn't go wanting to argue. I just wanted a civil discussion. Which, in turn, got me blocked from the page because she thought I was arguing with her. So, <laughs> a variety of people decided to comment and because, in her mindset, every Magical Girl series basically ripped off Sailor Moon. And uh, hmm. I had even pointed out that you do know that the genre goes back to the 60s, right? Yeah. And my boy Liam actually posted about Magro Girls going back to the 60s. That got deleted. And he would basically, if you commented against this, regardless, your, your, your post was going to be deleted and you're going to be blocked from the page. I got blocked twice. Mm-hmm. On two. On two different accounts. 
that's I think that's really sad. It, it, it truly is sad that you're going to sit here and say that all these other Magical Girl series stole from Sailor Moon. L let's be real. Creators steal, borrow, copy from everybody. And they just do it their There's own way. There's always going to be yeah. inspiration from any source. Yes. Look at all the inspirations that Yoko Takeuchi took from 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 clothing designers. I mean, there you go. Ain't nobody, you know, nobody got mad over that. That's... And the thing is, this child actually published a book. I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? It's just... It's just absolutely sad and ridiculous. I did remember you had said, like, someone should tell her that about how old the magical girl genre is. And I just poofing like, done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant to tell you earlier. You know, that's, that's just sad. I mean, what, what is in your, what is your brain thinking? Will you swear? Cause you saw a paper cutout doll paper cutout of a dress the people behind Madoka saw it and stole it. I seriously doubt that. And even if they saw it, it was inspired by that. And even if I don't think whenever they, they see, they see some dress or something that was inspired by something Naoko Takeuchi drew. Nobody got mad. Nobody said theft. They thought it was cool. At least you know where she got her inspirations from. This idiocy is so mind-bending, it makes it hard to talk about it because your brain is just so full of fuck about it. Yeah. And by the way, my, my darling child, I can send you the link to all of this if you want to read this on your own. But I would recommend get, you know getting a nice tub of popcorn and some soda for this. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I'll send it to you tomorrow. But enough about that. This is where we say goodbye to you. Good night, everybody. Stay hydrated and take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. And as, as the song goes, say goodbye to you. Hmm. Goodbye, Wild Spice. See you later. Bye, you. And there she goes. And let me, let me, wait, wrong, wrong one. There we go. And let's close that out. And let's close that out. Uh, there we go. If you enjoy the stylings of Wild Spice, follow her on Twitter. Twitter.com slash a Wild Spice. I believe she is also Wild Spice on Instagram as well and Wild Spice on Twitch. And if that's not enough for you, she'll be back here next month. So that'll be way past cool. And maybe hopefully it'll be a Tuesday where she can stay for the extra half hour. In a way, I am glad I kind of started the show earlier. But, you know, enough about that. So now we got all that out the way. Ari, take us out with our last story of the night. Oh, yeah. The Naruto new stage play cancels all of its September performances in Tokyo due to COVID. Of course. Just two days before the opening day, the official website for live spectacle Naruto announced that all the first 12 performances of its latest show, Ninkai Taisen Kaisen, Shinobi World War Outbreaks, 
that have been canceled due to COVID-19 infection of several people involved. Uh, site writes, we have been preparing for the show, but taking utmost precaution to measure the compliance of the guidance for guidelines for prevention and spread of new coronavirus infection of the National Association of Public Cultural Facilities and the guidelines for infection prevention measures of the Performing Art Network in emergency situations. However, several people involved with the show showed symptoms of fever and as a result of PCR testing, it was determined that they were infected with the with the virus. As a result, we decided to cancel all 12 performances of live spectacle Naruto in Tokyo from September 17th to the 25th. Deeply apologize for the inconvenience and concern this may cause to those who have been looking forward to the performances. Which sucks, but, you know, mm-hmm. you got to take care of your performer self first. <clears throat> The latest stage play adaptation of, Mas- of Masashi Kishimoto's internationally popular an- a- action manga series Boruto- Naruto was originally scheduled to perform 12 times at Galaxy Theater in Tokyo from September 17th to the 25th, 12 times at the Kobe Bunker Hall in Hyogo from October 1st to 10th, then 11 times at the Galaxy Theater from October 15th to the 22nd. And the scheduled live stream of its live stream of its opening day performance on the 17th has also been canceled. And those who have tickets for 12 performances will receive a refund, obviously. Mm-hmm. And well, it sucks that you hate to see this happen, but you don't want the performers getting sick and you know spreading the inf- the disease to others. Unless you're someone who's really self self-centered and conceited and doesn't care about, about people who uh get sick as long as you're not being inconvenienced mm-hmm. how often have we seen that behavior here mm-hmm. that's all i gotta say ah that was uh so what's next Ah, okay. Well, that's it. Um, it's news me news from Japan. Meanwhile, in Japan, hold on. Gotta, Which one do you want? Uh, let me take a look. I got up. I got. I, I. I got an update. There we go. And now we're at the part of the show. Meanwhile, in Japan, you know this part of the show that y'all really stick around for, just to see what Mako-chan has done to make us crack and so forth. You know. Um. Which one do you want? I'll take that last one. Okay. You know, I'll take I'll take the first two anyway, so. Alright, you want both of them? Alright. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, we're already here, and we're making good time, so why not? Okay. Alright. <clears throat> it seems that there is bizarre bicycle vandalism reported to the mayor of Kimono Town, and the mayor admits to it. Shock and awe. So, the town of Kimono is in the northern part of the Mie prefecture, and it's a quaint place to live, but also not immune to strangeness. The occasional uh, irrational driver or thieving police officer has been spotted from time to time, but nothing like this could match the oddity of what's been going on recently. Back on August 16th, Kimono received a report from a contract worker tasked with collecting abandoned and illegally parked bicycles for impound. The reason that was reason was that near a free parking lot for bicycles 
besides a train station, a large number of bikes were found together on the side of the street. Mostly, they were standing upside down with their tires raised to the sky. Disturbed by the kind of twisted mind or minds that would do something so inexplicable, the contractor told the town officials the conditions of the bicycles were abnormal. This is beyond the realm of ordinary mischief. The official who received the report was also alarmed by the oddness of it and immediately took to and, and immediately took it to Mayor Takayuki Shibata, who then said, That was me. Like, what the hell, dude? I know, right? <laughs> Starting last July, parking bicycles overnight was prohibited at the free parking lot near the train station. So between July and September, Mayor Shibata has been going to the parking lot early in the morning, picking up abandoned bikes and putting them upside down on the side of the street nearby. While that partially explained what happened, there were still some unanswered questions, such as at the town assembly meeting on September 12th, Council members took Mayor Shibata to task for the upside-down bike gate. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Town Councilor Inkichi Yokoyama asks, Isn't it a little much? Think about it logically. Putting the bikes upside-down can damage the handlebars, and the basket make the chains come off. It's possible you'll be charged with damage to property. Mayor Shibata explained that because the bikes were locked, the easiest way to carry them was upside-down by their frame. In addition, some days he carried 30 bikes and was too tired to turn them right side up again. He then added, in Tokyo and Osaka, they pile bicycles up on trucks and take them away. But I never heard of anyone held liable for damage to property. I also confirmed with the police that it's not a problem. Wow. Town Councilor Kengo Fujita then called the act irrational and pointed out that part of the area where Mayor Shibata left the bikes were private property and he could be charged with illegal dumping. And the mayor fired back. First of all, bicycles are not garbage. These bicycles were infringing on the rights of the townspeople. However, he also said that he would take the council members' comments seriously and deal with the problem in a different way from now on. He also told media it won't happen anymore. Honestly, I never thought it would cause such a fuss. Fair. It may become a moot point soon anyway as Kimono plans to expand the bicycle parking options in the area from 50 spaces to 200 by the end of next March, which is a good thing. Granted, it wasn't the ideal solution to the problem, but Man Shibata certainly didn't shy away from literally taking down matters into his own hands in his attempt to help the citizens in some ways. You could say he's a lot like Mike Hagar, the no-nonsense mayor of Metro City, only without the mustache. Or the pipe laying or pile driving or charisma. And the barrel with the turkey inside. Or stack of tires. <laughs> Th- that too, that too. Didn't Cody become mayor of um Metro City for a while? Yeah, as of Street Fighter Five, he is he you know got himself all cleaned up, and after Hagar retired, uh, Cody ran for mayor of Metro City, and and he won. Good I'm for not him. Sure if, uh, I know Hagar has a statue in Metro City now, but as of Street Fighter Six. I don't know if if a tra- if Cody Travers is still mayor or not. Mm. You notice how Cody Travers looks a lot like Cody Rhodes. A little bit. 
It's like a cross between Cody Rhodes. Like, if it's not Cody Travers, it's like Geese Howard if Geese had short hair. Mm. So now we're going to get into all Geese's hair slicked back. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to get into another story about how Tokyo's new buses have gotcha toys on them. What? Yeah, they have gotcha toys. Now, there are certain places in Japan where you can pretty much find capsule toy vending machines. Electronic shops usually have a row of them near the entrance or in the corner of their toy model section. And they are common at major train stations and airports, too. And my local mall has gotchas as well. You swipe your card, you get the coins, you put it, the tokens in, you put it in, and you get your gotcha toys. It's kind of cool. Now, though, you're going to be able to find capsule machines in a very unexpected place. Buses in Tokyo. Actually, inside the buses. It seems that select buses operated by Takikawa Takikawa Bus Company and Tokyo's Takikawa City will have their own onboard gotcha machine. There's a promotional photo that shows it installed on a flat section of the interior that passengers ordinary acts to keep clear so it doesn't look like it'll be taking up any space that will otherwise be used for seats or baggage. For example... If you ever gotten on a New York City bus and you see that one section where they tell you not to put anything in, so that's the where the wheel is. There, that's where it's going to put in that section. Pricing appears to be four hundred yen, which is about two dollars and eighty-five cents, and is probably less than that given how the the yen to dollar has been. And this is in line with Japanese capsule toys found in stationary locations. As for what's inside the machine, the bus's initial gotcha inventory will be made up of, of capsule toy makers, toy cabins, bus stop button series. These compact replicas reproduce the buttons at Japanese bus interiors, which passengers push to signal the driver they want to get off at the next stop on the route. Unfortunately, that means that only one person gets to push the button for each stop and only one time. For many people, that's not nearly enough to satisfy the instinctual urge to push a button when they see one, which is where the bus stop button series comes in to provide that tactile sense of fulfillment. And I remember a while, there were a while where I would ride the buses, you ring the bell once, and that's it. You couldn't ring it again. And there were some buses where you could just ring the bell over and over, and then the bus driver would just flip the switch off. <laughs> the first capsule toy machine equipped buses start service September 16th, which was four days ago. If the response is positive enough, you might just see toy cabins, many Japanese calligraphy sets go on sale on Takikawa buses as well. That's kind of cool. Imagine a little kid running around with these things, just honking it, just pressing the button nonstop. Wouldn't know. I listen. I have headphones on all the time. <laughs> Just imagine, just, just imagine other people just being driven nuts by that. True, true, true. All right, Ari, last one's all yours. A giant ninja bear has been attacking dairy farmers in Hokkaido. Dairy farm, sorry, in Hokkaido for three years. Abu, Kuma, is that you? <laughs> uh, Hokkaido's home to much more much of the country's bear population there are a lot of bears or only one of them is known as the ninja bear no one has ever seen a ninja bear directly but 
Images of the stealthy animal were captured on security footage in the town of Shibecha this past July, shown a video at, at the 712 mark. This is the first time the bear had been seen since 2019, when it was also seen on security carriage footage in the town. But where it's an in but while it's the ninja bear's skills at avoiding detection earned earned it its nickname, the moniker would just be appropriate for its penchant for midnight assassinations. So the because the ninja bears suspected roughly 60 attacks on dairy cows at farms in the Shibecha and neighboring town of Akechi. Hmm. The Ninja Bear is also known as Oso-18, a reference to its initial on-camera sighting take place in Osho Shibetsu District and the fact that its front paw track measures 18 centimeters across. That's about 7 inches. It makes it especially a large bear for Japan, which experts estimate its weight about 300 kilograms or 660 plus pounds. So yeah, 60 bear attacks on livestock in the course of three years in two small towns is an exceptionally high number. And an average year, the rest of Hokkaido as a whole only sees about a dozen or so. Also what, unusual, what the bear does is after it makes a kill. Ordinarily, a bear that makes a kill larger than what it can eat at one feeding will remain in the area until it gets hungry again. The ninja bear, though, just eats a portion of the cows it kills and then disappears back into forts, only for its next attack to take place in a different part of the two-town area. Okay, so this bear's playing the Oregon Trail, the home game, where it can only carry so much meat back to your wagon after hunting. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, despite the omnivore sass, it's unusual for bears in Hokkaido to attack dairy cows, especially with the frequency of the ninja bears using. Uh, Yoshi, Yoshi, the Yoshikazu Sato, a professor of wildlife ecology at Rakugo Gakuen University, has expressed concerns for regarding bears' mental capacity to learn from each other's behavior, such as cubs being taught how to hunt by their mothers. He's basically saying that if this keeps up, they could have a ninja bear clan to deal with. Mm. <laughs> and as Ron before 21 says, imagine a bear wearing Kakashi's mask and headband covering one eye. God. God, I hope not. Reading Moo Moo Paradise. Mm. <laughs> uh. I know, I know. Uh, oh, see, there it goes. Yurikuma Rashi Jutsu. There you go. And there you go. Can we wrap it up now? Yeah, because... In a way, I kind of wish um, Barry was here. She would have gotten the kick out of that, given that she's cosplay from, given that they've cosplay from Yurikuma Arashi. So, let's get up on out of here. So, if you like tonight's show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. Com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website, which is aptly named AnimeJamSession.com. 
you will find our weekly podcast, Anime Tips and Tricks, uh, no, Anime Reviews, Cosplay Tips and Tricks, Cosplay Interviews, link to our YouTube page for convention coverage, link to our Facebook page of cosplay coverage, editorials, anime reviews, and a lot more, including our weekly podcast. All that and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you want to check out our show on the go or older episodes, Fire up Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, anything you use for podcast for listening to podcasts, just search Anime Jam Session. Over 500 episodes there for you to listen to. Some good, some bad. Give them a shot. And don't forget to follow us on our social media pages, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all Anime Jam Session. So follow us on those on our social media pages so you know when we... When we're going live, when new articles are going up, you can check out our brand new cosplay uh, photos, convention videos, all that, and then some. Down below is our tip jar. Right there, you just link to our stream elements and Ko-Fi if you want to throw money towards us that way, which we'd really appreciate. If you want, you can go ahead and give us bits. You can just cheer us on, and we'd love that. And don't forget, we're coming up to the end of September, so... Subscribing to the channel, you'll be up to date on when we're going on when we're going live and then some. And if you like us that much, gift a subscription to a friend. You know, you gotta pay it forward. So now we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari. Uh, people are already making Super Bowl predictions, and someone has said that here's what the tailgate would look like in an Eagles versus Bills Super Bowl. And it's a picture of an ECW scaffold match with a Bills and an Eagles helmet on the scaffold. <laughs> and, there, and the entire ring is filled with tables. <laughs> I've seen that one. My, <laughs> my last words is, I woke up this morning to find out that the Mets are in the playoffs. What kind of sorcery is that? What the hell? Don't, Don't mad- worry, they're just saving the, uh, the successful metting for... The first round. Yeah, they'll be eliminated first round anyway, so... Because the Mets suck. So, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And Michael Chan will be back with us. So, I'm Ari. I mean, I'm Ranma. Sorry. (laughs) I'm Ari. Yes, you are. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Say goodnight, Ari. Goodnight, Ari. Perfect. Awesome. See you all next week. Jamatane!